I owe the University of Limpopo four hundred. Um, I'm sorry, forty thousand six hundred and twenty. Is that for? For, for is it for this year or for or for last year? It's for this year. I only registered with them this year, my mm-hmm. first year. Mm-hmm. Now, do you not have Nesfos funding? Mm-mm, I do not have. I once tried to apply, but it was in the previous years, and I was still doing my first degree, so mm-hmm. I don't have a degree. So when I applied... So, sorry, Colofella, you broke up there. You were saying that you had funding for... I tried to apply when I was still doing my first, my initial degree for NSFAS. Mm-hmm. And I was told, um, I remember I was called to the office at the university. I started off at the University of Limpopo and then transferred to Nidinsa. So when I was called then, they were like, um, sorry, you don't qualify for NSFAS. Can you ask Jomasono to pay for your fees? Then I was handed back the form. And then I left. So what? I left it. Wait, hang on Sorry. a second. Your surname is Sono. Are you related to Jomo Sono? Not even. We just have a, a similar surname. And they said to you that you must go find money from him and not from Nesfas. Was that the reason that they gave you for not providing you with the funding? Yes. But that is absolutely horrific. So tell us your story. So, so your first degree was what? Um, my first degree was a BSc in Molecular Life Sciences. I majored in three modules, which are biochemistry, biology, and physiology. Then last year, I went on to do a BSc honors in pharmacology at the university. I mean, at Sifakomakati Health Sciences. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And you obtained an honors degree as well? Yes, I did. Just graduated this year. And you're still unemployed? I am still unemployed. Hence, okay, there's a trend with the the degree that I did. Um, A lot of my classmates would either opt to do medicine or pharmacy because of the high employment rate. They would say, okay, this degree, uh, we know you did a BSc, but we don't really know where we're going to work. So immediately after we complete this degree, a lot of us opt to go back to school or some pursue to do an honours and then move on to a master's. But the employment rate amongst this degree, it's a bit so low. Now, what have you done in the meantime in order to, you know, perhaps fund your studies? Okay, so this year... um, I had no plans for my studies, okay. I had no plans for whoever's going to pay for my fees. So then in, when was it? I think on Tuesday, I was like, um, I, I went on Twitter and asked um, if, if anyone could help me. I'm willing to come clean their houses or babysit, do a a, a day-to-day job. For a day, I could babysit or come to your house to do a mini spring cleaning. So the tweet went overboard and it trended all over the all over the country. So there were people that were willing to to my uh, to my surprise, no one came in and said, "Okay, I will hire you. Come to my house because uh, I'm based in Pulukwan." No one um, offered anything. They just said, okay, we are willing to help you. Give us your details about your school fees and then your your reference number. 
also, um, in the midst of that, when I was um, communicating with people, um, a lady called Masindi um, Tamasunga came in on board and was like, okay, I do not want you to work. It's during exam times. I will um, pay this much for your fees. So I'm only going to meet her on Monday. So there's people actually willing to assist you and help you for with, to pay your fees and, and, and to carry yes. on? Yes, there are people. And um, I, some has, have already sent me um, screenshots of the money deposited to my account because I don't want people depositing any money to my personal account. They deposit it to the university mm. account. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful news. But you are one of thousands, hundreds of thousands of kids that need this type of assistance. Yes, I am. And a lot of students have been approaching me, asking if I could help them, sending me their bills, which is way above mine. So your initial degree are science-based. So you did get, you, 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 you struggled just to get employed with, those, with that degree. So you went back and, 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 and you got now uh, a junior degree again. Yes, which um, it's promising. Uh, even though now there are problems with the pharmacy de- uh, imp- uh, employment and getting posts, and then it's promising. I could I could still work as a retail uh, pharmacist or researcher or a hospital-based pharmacist. So it's much better off than the BSc degree. Mm-hmm. I'd, uh, uh, come to think of it, possibly I'd still be at home right now. But last year, I was uh, was called to come back to the university to do a master's, though I didn't accept the offer. Colofello, I have somebody on the line. His name is Lucky, and he's calling us. Uh, Lucky, a very good morning to you, and welcome. I believe you have some info to help Colofello. Yes, good morning, and how are you? And how are you to Colofello? Thank very well, thank you. I'm very well, thank you. Yes, Colofello, uh, she must uh, go to the SACS website. Uh, Pardon, uh, can, SA, sorry, say, I can't hear him properly. Just repeat again. Yes, I'm saying that she must go to the SAPS website. SAPS? Uh, there are, SAPS. PS, yes. SAPS, yeah. Website, there are, there are about uh, 100 posts where they are looking for people who have a BSc in life science, mm-hmm. molecular mm-hmm. biology, physiology, mm-hmm. uh, the life science stream. All right, uh, thank they are you. For, for, for people who, who will work as a forensic analyst. Uh, okay. Then mm-hmm. the other thing, she must uh, frequently visit the Medical Research Council website and so on. From mm-hmm. time to time, they do advertise course which uh, can help her to, to, to start her career. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Lucky, thank you so much for that information. Colofella, you, you, you did get uh, what Lucky was saying, hey? Yes, I did. I wrote it down. Thank you so much. Wonderful. So, what's the way forward and what advice would you give to other students out there who have similar challenges like you've got? Okay. I would, well, it's much easier if you speak up about your problem and if you are willing to offer a certain service. 
because I've seen some students have uh, said they, they are baking. They are, I saw another student doing tiles and all that to help um, raise funds for their education. So it's better off to offer your service, whatever you're talented at, you can always use it to in order to make extra cash so that you pay for your fees. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question. Do you think there is a, a balance between the skills output that universities produce with that of job creation opportunities that, that are available? Oh, no. I would, uh, uh, considering my previous degree, I'd say no. Mm-hmm. I went out from, um, okay, I completed my, my first degree. When I completed, I was so clueless as to where will I work and how, what, what, what am I going to do when I'm employed? And then last year, at least uh, with an, a postgraduate degree, I was able um, to, to open, uh, like my mind was opened uh, by what we were doing in the lab. Colofello? Mm-hmm. I wish you all the best of luck and do go and visit the SAPS website as well as the Medical Research Council, as Lucky suggested. But I also would like to thank all those contributors that has already assisted you with your studies, your study fees thus far. And you can also send a thank you to them if you like. All right. Thank you so much to everyone who has showed help and also to Sisma Singita Masinga. And uh, can I just say something? Mm-hmm. Um, the lady who's helping me, Sismasing has an initiative. Um, you can people can go to her website, masingita dot net, and then pledge. Um, uh, do whatever pledge on the list. She's celebrating her 40th birthday next year, so there are various um, pledges that she's she has on her website. Um, to try help people out there. So I'm also one of those people that she helped. Masingita.net. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, Colofello, and all the best of luck. That was Colofello Sono, a student at the University of Lompopo. That is a good news story. Joining us now on the line uh, to talk about job prospects and scarce skills with the high unemployment uh, rate that we have that is so persistent in South Africa is Jessie Green, country manager for recruitment company uh, at Adzuna. Jesse, a very good morning to you and welcome. Yes, good morning. Thanks very much for having me. And now, I've quoted some of the, the high unemployment figures that we have currently here in South Africa, Jenny. Uh, J- Jesse, are you surprised by these latest unemployment figures? Well, um, some of the numbers are somewhat surprising. I hadn't heard of them before. Um, I'm not surprised at the general unemployment figures that I've read recently, um, but I am more surprised by the figures uh, for educated youngsters. Um, and so I suppose the only thing I could add there would be that it's not just the qualification that gets you the job, um, but I thought those figures would be would be lower, or, or let me rather say higher. In other words, if you do have a matric or a degree, that there is a much greater chance that you will have um, 
that you have employment. Well, it seems matriculants are in, in trouble, aren't they? Because 33% yes. of them, uh, just over 33% of them are, are unemployed and that, uh, that pose a problem. Now, I don't know if uh, you could listen, but earlier we spoke to a graduate with an honours degree in pharmacology and molecular life sciences, but she still remains unemployed. So talk to us about this first and foremostly in your uh, recruitment company. What do you see? Because we're asking this question to our viewers really this morning. What do we do to balance the skills output uh, from universities uh, with job creation opportunities out there? Yes. So so first of all, just a clarifying point, Adzuna is a job aggregator website. So what we do is we're not a recruitment firm per se. We aggregate every online job that's on the website, whether it's on a job board, whether it's on a company's website, whether it's on a recruitment website. We take all of those and we put them all on one website. So actually, you know, one of the points I think um, and one of, the, one of the reasons I was contacted um, to speak to you is because if someone is looking for a job, one of the ways to cover the entire, the entire online market mm. is to actually do a search on Adina and you can immediately see average salaries for all the jobs all over the countries right away. Um, but to come back to the point or, or to come back to the, to, to the question, so... So I think it is, again, you know, what I mentioned is you, you may have a degree. Um, well, well, there's actually two points. First of all, the degree in pharmacology is very specific. So mm. if we go and look at, you know, a thousand jobs, I'm probably, I'm probably certain that only one or two would actually say we would like to have a degree in pharmacology just because it is, you know, a, a rarer need. Um, but, but if I was to speak about the other point, you know, that would be that the degree or the qualification is not everything. So let's say you have a degree in pharmacology, there's 10 jobs that require it, and you apply to all of them. You know, then you go into the whole interview process, and that itself is another challenge. Mm. Um, you know, if, you, if you don't perform well in the interviews, um, if you don't have some experience, that's another difficulty. All of these things can then also help you to, to unfortunately not land that position, and maybe someone else will. So, so there is also some competition once you then, you know, are also qualified um, to then to then land a very good, a very good position. So, yeah. Do, do, do you find there's a vacuum or perhaps a gap between a university degree and the the the, the, the job market? Um, I'm not exactly sure what you mean with the with the, with the question. So, you're saying that if you get your university degree, that you have it in your mind that you know now I'm set. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, you know, the other thing that I must say, and and I don't know, I don't know how how listeners will feel about this, is that South Africa doesn't have all the jobs. We live in a global economy now, um, you know, and there are jobs in other countries, and there may well be an excellent position um, elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it may be more difficult to get those jobs without any experience as a student. That is true. Um, but you know, you know, the the pool is far wider now. And also, sometimes when you are going for a job, when you are applying for a job, you are also, you know, applying versus international candidates. Mm-hmm. So that is also something to take into consideration. You know, you don't have to start working uh, in South Africa. Obviously, we'd love to keep all the skills, but we do notice many of them coming back um, into into the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something obviously that the government has to has to focus on is to is to attract these skills. Um, so so maybe that's something yes. else to think about is that you know the other difficulty is of course that a, a company like it you know we can only cover the online market, mm-hmm. but there are a ton of jobs that are advertised only in newspapers. 
there are some that are advertised in, in corners of the Internet that we haven't reached. Potentially these 100 jobs at SAPS. Um, you know, one thing that would be really, really great for, for us to help South Africans get jobs is to know about all of these. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, I suppose, you know, I yes. once heard, and, and I did work in recruitment myself, I once heard that getting a job is a job itself. Mm-hmm. You know, so part of it is just continuing to, to try to dig out all these positions, sometimes contacting companies directly and asking them, you know, do they have roles? Because sometimes they don't um, advertise it as well as they should. Um, I think all of these things are... Yeah. And then obviously having a really, really good CV. You can spend time on this. You can research online how to put it together. Um, you can research online whether or not you need a cover letter. Um, you know, and and then obviously the interview process, that's, mm. that's now, also something you can research. Now, Jesse, mm. earlier you talked about experience, but how should job seekers be really skilling themselves for available opportunities? Because you don't just, you know, get uh, experience uh, out of thin air. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean that's a brilliant, uh, um, uh, you know, that's a brilliant topic and, and, and obviously question because, you know, it really is possible to break that vicious circle of, you know, I need experience, but I don't have any. I have to get this job, and so how am I ever going to, to get a job? So, so mainly there are two things. First of all, when I worked in recruitment, um, I was constantly asked by, um, by companies, we would like to recruit uh, a graduate, and um, we would like them to have a bit of experience. And then I would say, well, you know, they're a graduate, so they probably don't have. And they would say to me, no. All we want to know is that they've either done something in their spare time while they've been at university or alternatively alternatively that they've done some work at some stage for some company, even if it's two weeks. Mm. So basically what they meant with experience, to get your foot in the door, was literally just that you you had an interest and that you had worked on something. Um, so I think so I think that that is very very key. If you are studying, let's say pharmacology, I don't know what is possible in that field to do at home or to do on the side. Um, but if there is something that you can do, I would definitely I would definitely take that on. It shows your passion for it. It shows your interest for it. So that's I would say that's the first thing. And then the second thing is that unfortunately the more the more sort of the, the road that people usually don't want to go, and that is if you need to get experience, then you may have to take that low-paying job at the bottom of the ladder to start. And sometimes graduates don't want to do that. I'm speaking specifically about graduates and, you know, they come from university. Sometimes they have a little bit of a, you know, well, now I've got a degree, so there's no way I'm going to do that in your work. But unfortunately, in the beginning, the first two years of your career, usually you have to do the grind. Mm-hmm. And if you do, then then you come out and you actually know things that, you know, you've actually gone over the basics again and you've actually discovered a whole lot of things that weren't taught at university and you know, you've also now got that experience. So yeah. I think those would be the two best points from my side. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, if you've got the passion, do something at home. And the other thing is take that lower that lower job for the first two years and, and it's a strategic move because later you'll be able to move into bigger things. And go and volunteer for free. Yes, that's another option. Absolutely, yes, that is another option. If you can afford it, which is the challenge yes. there. <laughs> hmm. Now, if you, one goes onto your website, adzuna.co.za, what sort of assistance can you get as a graduate on your website, and what sort of services do you provide there? Well, I haven't looked this morning, but usually we have around three to 5,000 graduate-related positions. In other words, these are positions where they actually mention in the jobs that 
Um, the company is looking for someone who is a graduate. Um, these are not even all the other jobs that are potentially also for graduates, but um, just use the word university degree or something else in them. So, you know, it's difficult for us sometimes to do research on the over 140,000 jobs that we have on the site because the keywords are not all correctly listed in the, in the job itself. Mm-hmm. But so, so if you're a graduate, you go on and you type in pharmacology and you may get a few hits. Um, I'm sure you won't get many for that keyword because, as I say, it's a, it's a rarer need. Um, but then you'd be able to see the jobs themselves. If the jobs had salaries posted on them, then we'd be able to work out an average for you so you could see what the average salary is in that, in, you know, for that skill. Um, you'd be able to click on those jobs and you'd be able to then apply for them. Mm-hmm. And from there, obviously, you must go through the interview process. And then there's a plethora of information on our blog which can tell you, you know, what sort of things you should do in interviews, how you can put together a CV, um, how you can get your CV sometimes through the robots, which is another topic altogether. Nowadays, many companies use applicant tracking systems. Sometimes your CV is never seen by human eyes and you're already rejected because they just didn't pick up the right keywords in your CV. Mm-hmm. So crafting a CV nowadays has got an extra, an extra sort of, <laughs> is an extra skill in itself. Yes. Um, but all of these things you can find, all of that sort of information you can find on our website as well as finding the positions and clicking through to apply for them. And mm-hmm. we ourselves don't, we don't accept applications. We are not a recruitment company. We're yes. not a firm that, that's hiring people. You're obviously applying directly to the companies yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're just giving the information. Jesse, I thank you so much yes. for your time and joining us here on SAFM. That was Jesse Green, the country manager for Adzuna.co.za, uh, talking to us about the available employment opportunities in the sluggish economy.